0: Everyone, Merry Christmas, and welcome to the Annie Monday podcast. My name's Colin Hempel,
1: and I'm Keila Hempel.
0: On our show, we roll the virtual dice each week and must watch a randomly selected anime title. Thanks for being here.
1: Merry Christmas.
0: Yeah, so we're doing a little bit something special this week, as we mentioned. Christmas. Yes, there is Christmas. <laughs> uh, we decided uh, for our first annual Christmas episode, uh, we wanted to revisit the shows that we've already seen this year. And see if they had any christmas themed episodes,
1: and some of them did,
0: yeah, as it turns out, that's pretty common in anime. <laughs> it's almost unheard of to have an anime completely uh like themed around Christmas. Mm-hmm. We found maybe one mm-hmm. and plus plus a movie, yeah, uh but there are plentiful episodes, oh, yes. So, uh, from what we could find, at least uh, two of the shows that we've watched uh, since we started the podcast uh, have Christmas-themed episodes. The first show is uh, Miss Machiko.
1: Which was our first show.
0: Yeah, it was the very first show we did an episode on.
1: We're coming full circle. So,
0: that's fun and also horrible because (laughs) (laughs) it was not a great show. Uh, And the second one was Persona 4, The Golden Animation. Which, uh, if you recall, we had mixed feelings on. Yeah. And additionally, the show that we watched last week, ZX Ignition, uh, the first episodes take place at Christmas time, but we're not going to go through that again, just because.
1: No, we we decided that wasn't really a Christmas episode so much as it just happens to take place at Christmas time.
0: It's the diehard argument.
1: It is, and I am. On the side that Die Hard is not <laughs> a Christmas movie.
0: I abstain. <laughs> All right. Uh, well, I guess let's uh, we're going to kind of talk about Miss Machico <laughs> and what we thought of that episode. And then we'll go into uh, the Persona 4 episode.
1: All right. Let's do this again.
0: So uh, the Miss Machico episode that is Christmas themed is episode 65. So it's quite a ways in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, I forgot just how many episodes there are that show. Yeah. The first thing I noted was, man, seeing that intro again was weird.
1: (laughs) I know. I know. Uh, As we were watching it, both of us were just like, oh, man, we forgot about the cringe. (laughs) Yeah. It was so bad.
0: Yeah. uh, All that many episodes in, the intro is still the same. Yeah. Same like weird song about Miss Machiko and how great she is. Mm -hmm. Same weird scenes of her doing athletic events.
1: Or being totally naked.
0: Yeah, in a shower. Yeah. Uh, so that hasn't changed. Nope. Uh, I'll tell you what else hasn't changed is Yamagata. <laughs> he is the kind of pervy teacher that we talked about who's always trying to hit on her or see her in compromised positions. Mm-hmm. Uh, and he's back at it again.
1: Yep. Uh, but we also get to see more of hot guy teacher.
0: Yeah, this is uh, Mr. Kagashima.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Uh... He actually had a pretty prominent role, which we didn't get to see him as much in the first four episodes.
0: No, it seems like in the time between, he became a little bit more of a a reoccurring character.
1: Yeah, and we didn't see the principal at all, which I just thought of.
0: That's true, yeah. The vice principal was prominent in the episode. Yeah. Yeah, so uh, Mr. Kagoshima, he's kind of a supermodel-looking guy. He wears the weirdest clothes, which you had commented on while we were...
1: Yeah. He looked like he looked like a theater kid. You know, he had this billowy, puffy shirt and these tight, tight pants, and um, like
0: a weird belt to hold it all together. Yeah. Uh, he also, we noted, drives some kind of foreign sports car,
1: which we noted because the steering wheel was on. It's
0: on the left side, yeah.
1: Right, which would not be the not, correct not side the normal,
0: in Japan. In, not the norm in Japan, yeah. Uh, he also apparently has, like, a huge mansion that he lives in.
1: On a teacher salary?
0: Yeah. Well, okay. I guess <laughs> uh, something that they mentioned about him in this episode is that he is an artist. Oh, yeah. So he has, like, paintings up on the walls that I guess he's done. And so maybe he makes his, his fortunes as a uh, as a painter. Maybe. <laughs> Which, if I'm thinking of guy who lives in a mansion, teacher and artist are not two things that I would associate with that person.
1: Yeah. I I theorize that it's because he's hot and people just give him things.
0: Yeah, it seems reasonable.
1: Yeah, so the premise of this episode is that Ms. Machiko is preparing with her student a Christmas party and... Uh, the two teachers are trying to win her affections um, to go on a date with her on Christmas um, or Christmas Eve, rather. And through a series of hijinks, multiple people think they're going on dates with the wrong person. And everybody ends up at hot guy teacher's house mm-hmm. to celebrate Christmas and it end up being fun.
0: Yeah. There were also a few characters that we were kind of familiar with from the early episodes um, who maybe weren't as important back then. Uh, For example, the biker gang kid uh, reappeared. Yeah. uh, And he seems cool now.
1: Yeah, he was so sweet.
0: (laughs) Uh, One of the other kind of things that happens in this episode is that one of her students... uh, decides to deliver fish on behalf of her dad. Who got hurt. Yeah, he had injured himself and couldn't make the deliveries that night on Christmas Eve. And uh, so she takes it on herself to go out and make the deliveries. But then a uh, a cat steals the delivery uh, to feed its kittens. Mm-hmm. See, it was real cute.
1: It was real cute.
0: But as it turns out, the one who actually injured her dad in the first place is Biker Gang Kid.
1: Yeah, and because he feels so bad about hurting uh this girl's dad um he ends up like giving her his scarf and it's just really sweet
0: yeah and he writes her a letter
1: it's so cute which is not something i thought i'd say about this show
0: yeah our overall kind of feelings i think at the end of this episode was hey that was just a really nice like christmas episode where everyone kind of got along and it was fun
1: there was no grabbing there were no panty shots. It was totally wholesome. If you did not have the intro part where she is definitely 100% naked, this would actually seem like I could show this to a child and it'd be okay. Don't do that, though. I'm not recommending that. <laughs> the intro is still still has a naked lady in it.
0: Yeah, the only somewhat unreasonable thing that happens is uh, the pervy teacher decides that for this party or as a gift because he thinks he's going on a date with Miss Machiko, he makes her a Christmas cake and it has like a topper on it that is both of them kissing.
1: Which we found out is a thing. Was something new that we learned was that Christmas cake is like a really big deal in Japan.
0: Yeah, it's it's just like a normal sponge cake with strawberries. strawberries. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's really popular to make those and buy them for people
1: it's supposed to be a romantic thing yeah that you share with apparently in japan christmas eve is a romantic holiday for couples which was kind of fun to find out
0: yeah since uh, i mean they don't have any of the like religious undertones to the to the holiday so uh it's very popular for couples yeah as it turns out
1: So, fun fact.
0: And uh, actually, we'll talk a little bit more about that uh, when we talk about Persona. Mm -hmm. Uh, So we're going to take a quick break and we'll be right back. right. In the uh, second show that we watched is uh, one of the later episodes of Persona 4, the golden animation. And uh, as it turns out, the plot is actually almost identical.
1: (laughs) Yeah. I'm I'm curious if this is going to be a common Christmas trope. Um, You know, here in the States, we kind of make a lot of jokes about the Hallmark movies and how they can have very similar, almost predictable plots. Uh, I'm curious if... A lot of these Christmas themed episodes are going to be similar in nature.
0: Yeah. um, So essentially the protagonist, Yu Narukami, he is going around and inviting all of his friends who are part of the gang to a Christmas party that he's throwing at his house on Christmas Eve. And uh, when the women of the group receive the invitation, they take it as, oh, he's inviting me on a date.
1: Because he asked them all individually.
0: Yeah. And then he just asked the guys, like, when they were hanging out.
1: Yeah. It seemed like their plan was for the guys to prepare the party and for the ladies to just show up.
0: Yeah. And so we we talked about this already, but as it turns out, Christmas is almost treated more like Valentine's Day, mm-hmm. although they also celebrate that. So. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a common time for actually people to be on the prowl, mm-hmm. and it's... It's kind of the ideal time to ask people out if you're going to. Mm-hmm. Also, on Christmas Day, they eat fried chicken, which <laughs> is incredible. Uh, I learned all of these things. Uh, specifically, KFC. There was uh, apparently some big marketing campaign in the 70s by KFC saying, hmm, KFC is the thing to do on Christmas Day, and it worked. And now that's what everyone over there does.
1: I want to see this campaign. Yeah.
0: <laughs> In fact, uh, when Yu is going around making all these invitations, uh, one of the girls, Naoto, really freaks out <laughs> and concocts like this whole ridiculous scenario in her head, uh, thinking that he's like luring her to his house to murder her or something.
1: It's the best. Yeah. Uh, the reason why is because she assumes there's no possible way that he's asking her out on a date. So it has to be something nefarious. And so every encounter that she has afterwards has this paranoid thinking behind it. And it's really funny.
0: As the girls are like preparing to go to this party or to the date or whatever, they show a few scenes of like they're going shopping or they're they're baking a cake or they're doing all these things. And it will constantly go back to Naoto and she's just like walking down a dark alley with this dramatic music playing behind her, thinking all these things about what's going to happen.
1: Yeah, and it's pretty great. So she'll call somebody up, or she'll bump into them on the street, and because she catches them at just the right moment, it, in her mind, confirms that all these people are trying to kill her. It's it's so funny.
0: Yeah, and of course, you is like notoriously. Um, oblivious to everything Mm -hmm. in this show and so when these girls individually arrive at his house for this date he's like oh glad you're here can you go get the salmon (laughs)
1: because he thinks they're there to help him prepare for the party
0: yeah (laughs) uh so each of them gets sent on a task to go retrieve something and then they end up back at the house and all find out that everyone else is there and it's not just this one-on-one date Mm mm-hmm And that's when Naoto arrives Mm -hmm. and um, she has stumbled across a scene where there are tomatoes that have been flung (laughs) and people are down on the ground. Mm -hmm. And so it appears that it's a murder scene. (laughs) And you walks in the door with a big knife because he was preparing dinner.
1: And then that's it.
0: Yeah, like that that's when that scene ends <laughs> yeah
1: and then it's the next day it, and it's Christmas uh-huh
0: and they're like oh we had to reschedule because that was a disaster <laughs>
1: it, it was it was funny it was amusing uh one of the things that uh we noted about the episode is that when we first watched this series uh it had centered around a character who was not present at all yeah uh There's, at the very end, there's kind of this weird...
0: He's dreaming. You's dreaming about that character.
1: Yeah. uh, But he can't really remember her. And then that's it.
0: Yeah. And, you know, I didn't play the golden version of this game, so I I don't know who this character is or... But obviously, between those episodes, something happened to her.
1: Yeah. So it was was just interesting um, going back to this episode... And having a character who was the main focus of the first four not be present at all.
0: Yeah. Uh, the only other thing I had to note was that um, Chie is one of the one of the girls in this group. And she loves watching kung fu movies. <laughs> and uh, she apparently only owns one Christmas-themed movie. Mm-hmm. And uh, sh- you see her watching it on occasion. It's uh, some martial arts film where Santa Claus is beating people up with his bag, mm-hmm. which is great.
1: And he says something like, I'm going to destroy you with children's
0: dreams.
1: (laughs) (laughs) It's really funny. Why why couldn't that be a Christmas episode Uh that we could watch? Because that looked awesome.
0: Yeah. Oh, and also every transition between scenes uh, had like the screen wipe with the logo and it went, ho, ho, ho.
1: (laughs) It was really good.
0: Everything was just kind of over the top and hilarious.
1: Yeah. Yeah, we liked it. So one thing that we want to do for our Christmas episodes going forward is rank our favorite Christmas episodes. But we only have two.
0: (laughs) Yeah, next time around we'll have a full year worth of the podcast to uh, pick episodes from. So Mm -hmm. we'll more than likely have a whole bunch of of Christmas-themed ones.
1: So I think what we'll do this year is just rate each episode. Mm-hmm. So, what did you think of the Christmas episode with Miss Machiko?
0: I would say that it was actually pretty refreshing overall, that it was just good, innocent fun, and that was not expected from the show. Mm-hmm. Uh, as I was scrolling through all the episodes on Verve, uh, just even looking at all the thumbnails, you were like, well, she's naked in that one, and that one, and that one, and that one, and uh, this one didn't have any of that, so... I'd rate it a full ho-ho-ho.
1: <laughs> what does that translate to?
0: Uh, but it's its own rating system. <laughs> okay, It's fully integrated.
1: All right, sure. And what did you think of the persona? Uh,
0: likewise, when we watched that show originally, the biggest problem we had with it was that it's not a, a continuous story. It relies on... It being a supplement to the rest of the show, uh, the original anime, or the game itself, and so it was just kind of these weird one-off scenes that didn't really fit together. But I think that actually works okay if you're going into it. Hey, we're just going to watch the Christmas episode, and they're going to do some Christmas things. Um, so as far as that goes, um, I think I actually enjoyed it and had some some funny stuff, and yeah, uh, and it didn't rely on that one character that I don't know. So. <laughs> Uh, so I, I think I would rate that one a dozen candy canes. Cool. So uh, what did you think of Miss Machiko and how would you rate it?
1: Uh, kind of like what you said. I was really surprised by this episode. When different little hijinks would happen, we kept waiting for there to be like, huh, this is where her skirt's going to fall off or something. And that didn't happen. Like I said, if... if you just took this and did not include the intro video. This would be like a wholesome cute little Christmas episode that I you know, I could I could enjoy and get behind um which felt very strange with the show. So, uh I yeah, I actually liked I like this episode, which is not something I thought I was going to say.
0: Yeah, sounds good. Uh so how about Persona?
1: I, I also agree with... I'm just going to agree with you on everything, apparently. I also agree with you about that this episode in particular actually felt like it had a narrative. It made sense. It didn't feel like a bunch of scenes spliced together. It was a story that I could watch, make sense of, and enjoy. And I thought it was a fun twist on the same sort of plot that we saw with Miss Machiko's Christmas episode with the character just having this paranoia about being murdered on Christmas Eve. And that made it really fun and pretty hysterical. And I found myself giggling a lot at it. So I I really enjoyed it.
0: Awesome. Uh, well, I think that's going to wrap it up for us. Uh, this is going to be a short episode, obviously, but... We want to give you guys a good Christmas time and you shouldn't be listening to podcasts when you've got family around anyway. So. <laughs> or maybe you should. That's probably what I'm going to do.
1: <laughs> Same. <laughs> All right. Well, if you want to learn more about our show, you can visit our website at AnnaMonday.moe. That's AnnaMonday.moe. You can send us questions and comments to podcast at AnnaMonday.moe. And you can find us on Facebook and Twitter. Our username is AnnaMondayCast and you can find links for that on our website.
0: Thanks so much to Crunchyroll for all of the anime that you provide and for the Random Button, which produces wonderful and wonderfully terrible results. If you want to follow along with us each week, we'll have a link to the current title on our website and social media. Thanks also to C2A for the intro and outro music of our program. You can find his music on Bandcamp and major streaming services like Spotify. And uh, as we mentioned last week, we've already got a roll set, and we're going to take a break for New Year's, and we'll return on January 7th.
1: Yeah, we like the idea of ending on the high note of Christmas.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) All right. I think that'll do it for us. Thanks so much, and we'll see you next time. We'll see you next year. Uh, so I I think I would rate that one a dozen candy canes.
1: Oh, we're supposed <laughs> to know what the system is. I don't understand. <laughs> you decided this. No, I don't know. <laughs> what
0: is happening? That's the point. Is it doesn't mean anything. Oh. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Sure. (laughs) (laughs) Okay.